0: On this week's episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, I get to visit with a true entrepreneurial success story. Speaking with Landon Ray, the founder of Entreport, I've known Landon for about a dozen years and I've really watched the evolution of... Landon and his buddy starting a company, uh, going out there trying to figure out how to sell it to now a 100 people on a campus in Santa Barbara uh, with a piece of software that is really second to none in the marketing automation space. And so it's really great to hear his story. I think you should check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance. My guest today is Landon Ray. He is a founder and CEO of Entreport, an award-winning web-based sales, marketing, and business automation software platform. So Landon, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, John. It is my pleasure. You haven't always been the
0: CEO of an award-winning web-based sales, marketing, uh, and business automation software platform. So give us your story. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, no, I I definitely have not. Uh, well, how far back should I go? Um, well, let's let's start with your. You
0: and I go back at least ten or twelve years. Let's start with your your kind of your first foray into an online you know business in general.
1: Yeah, so that was, that would have been um, two thousand four. I actually started a, a completely separate business with a buddy of mine and I didn't know, have any idea what I was doing. I didn't, I'd never made software before or even a website. Um, he had a little local, uh, web development agency. We were just making, making websites for random people. And so he kind of thought, you know, he could build a piece of software and, and we got this idea, um, which I won't bother getting into unless you want to, but, but it was a different idea altogether. Um, and And so we pursued that and and since I didn't know anything about the web, i, I we kind of split up duties and I took sales and marketing, and he took uh, web development and um, and because we were building a software product and uh, And I didn't know anything about sales and marketing, so I just started started researching and learning and and going to conferences and trying to figure it out. and of course, this was the early days of of online marketing still um, real early days uh, looking back on it yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, I, I had to learn, um, not just web marketing, but really just the fundamentals of marketing in, in general, you know, the ideas behind direct response marketing and, 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 you know, the basics like follow up with leads, you know, generate leads instead of going directly for the sale and yeah. stay in touch over the long term, and, and, uh, to, you know, follow up, um, you know, split testing, the whole concept of testing your marketing was new to me. Um, you know, tracking your lead sources was, uh, was new to me. Um, The idea of just being, being relevant um, to, to, you know, each individual or at least each, each individual source, which was about as good as we could do at the time um, was new to me. And so we kind of gathered all these ideas. We were spending quite a bit of money. I had some, some money to invest from a previous career that I had. And um, so we were really going for it. And, uh, and I pretty quickly realized that that we needed a bunch of of software tools that uh, to run our own business this marketing and sales effort that I was building um but they they didn't really exist or at least I couldn't find them and uh or at least I couldn't find them for a price I was willing to pay there was some enterprise tools out there that were charging ridiculous amounts of money um you know to, and going after salesforce.com customers but they were way out of our range and so um so we decided to start building these tools internally and uh within about I don't know, twelve or eighteen months. Um, I got so excited about these tools that we were building and and sharing them with my friends that I'd made at these marketing conferences that that I decided that that uh, the opportunity to kind of like turn these tools into a into a a product that I could sell and uh, was more interesting than the business that we actually started. So I I kind of um, you know left that initial business and, and pivoted completely to to selling these tools and it took us quite a while to to figure out how to do that. But eventually, you know, it worked out.
0: Well, I wonder how many times uh, entrepreneurs have said that I couldn't find the tool. So I built it myself. I, it seems to be a recurring theme. Um, yeah. So Entreport today um, mm-hmm. in its current model and, and feel free to share whatever you're comfortable sharing. Um, uh, how big is Entreport entrepreneur today? How many people? Whatever you want to talk about. Where, where, where are you yeah. today?
1: we're, you know, we're a private company. We don't really share revenue numbers, but we do pretty well. We're, we're over a hundred people now internally. Um, we have been in business uh, as entreport for, for uh, 11 years coming up on 12 here. And, uh, and yeah, growing very well, profitable, have been profitable for, um, for almost all of our, uh, history, certainly since, uh, 2009 with one year, uh, exception. Um, And, uh, and yeah, and, and growing, you know, bootstrap basically. So we, we grow the business, um, you know, out of our own revenue, the old, old fashioned way, which has been, um, you know, challenging, but, but wonderful also.
0: And I had the pleasure recently of visiting your campus there, um, in Santa Barbara, lovely Santa Barbara, and everybody looked happy.
1: Yeah, we do have a happy bunch. We, we focus a lot on, on, um, you know, one of the, one of the things that's, a a real opportunity uh, about starting a business um that employs people is that you you know you get to make a difference obviously for your customers but you also you know in our case our customers are are all over the world you know we chat with them online but we don't get to hang out with our customers that much except for you know once a year at our annual event entrepalooza but um but we do get to hang out with our employees and, and the opportunity to sort of make a difference for um you know these hundred and change people that that work for us is, is a really kind of profound, uh, and important part of, of what we're up to here. And, and we take it pretty seriously. And, and, um, so we do a lot to, um, to, to make working at Entreport, uh, a a real, a real positive in, in our employees lives. And, And that investment has definitely, um, you know, kind of paid off in spades and also, Really, like like you said, it shows just around the campus. We end up, you know, getting the best people to work for our company, and and um, and really doing their best, and they're happy to be there, and and uh, and that that really has worked out for us.
0: So I'm sure this has changed, of course. But if somebody were going to ask you today, what's still hard about where you are now? You know, what's kind of the hardest part about business for you, particularly in the stage it's in?
1: Um, let's see, what's hardest? Um, well, advertising, uh, and, um, and, you know, making like paid marketing work. Most of our business comes from word of mouth and, uh, and we decided a couple of years ago that, um, that we should, uh, you know, add, uh, you know, kind of like another way of getting customers and, and we've been pretty successful at it. We've gone from, you know, 0% marketing generated, uh, sales to, um, about 40%. Uh, marketing generated sales now, which is a pretty big transformation for a business like ours over over maybe eighteen or twenty-four months. Um but still it's a real challenge. Man, it is a and marketing is a battle. And uh it's it, you know, it's just a hard project. Um so that's one thing that's hard. Um, you know, managing all the all the spinning plates of a hundred and whatever people, um, just it's a lot of projects, a lot of work gets done. Um and, and and you know, keep keeping all that stuff on track, and um, is is always challenging. Um, you know, I'd say that writing software is hard, but really, um, we're getting pretty good at that now. Um, and I don't, I don't, that's not one of the like biggest challenges. We've had a lot of challenges that we've overcome. For example, hiring and retaining an engineering team when we were a tiny little company, it was hard to get a high quality engineer to come, you know, bet their career on you. And uh, unless they and, surfed
0: course what's that unless they surf
1: exactly yeah <laughs> um and uh that's not you know nearly the challenge that it once was we you know they an engineer now walks into our uh into our scene and as you saw it's 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 um you know looks like a good bet
0: yeah so what so, so as i listen to you talk about that i mean i i know what you went through in the early days you know you took out the trash as well right like all mm-hmm. ceos do mm-hmm. um what does your job look like now? What is what is your role, I should say, look like now as as the CEO of a 100 person
1: firm? Um well, let's see. It's uh I, honestly, I have it really pretty good. And the and the primary reason that I have it so good is is because I made a really uh, extraordinary hire uh, back in 2010, right after we started getting traction, uh, of uh, Lena Requist, who is our president, and she basically runs. She, I mean, she built and runs the whole company, uh, with the without um, with the exception of engineering and product, and uh, so I, you know, I'm, I literally don't have, you know, anybody except for product uh, and, and engineering reporting directly to me. So, um, you know, it's like three people that report to me anymore. And, uh, and so that's a pretty good situation. Um, and also engineering doesn't, you know, it's the C uh, we have a a Chen, our CTO is in place and he basically runs the whole engineering team. So really I, you know, I just, um, you know, talk to him, and make sure that they're working on stuff that's a good idea. My primary duties actually remain in product. I spend probably half my time um, designing the software, which is what I love to do, and um, it hasn't been that way always. You know, I, I definitely used to have to do a lot more other stuff, and, and my time was more divided, but um, but yeah, I get to spend a lot of my time now on the stuff I like, which is which is awesome. Um, and then the rest of my time is basically doing the stuff that you would expect, emails, meetings, um, uh, you know, speaking with, um, you know, money folks and, you know, looking at books and spreadsheets and, um, you know, sort of putting together the longer term, uh, strategy of the business, but. It's a lot of uh, a lot of product, and then just the basics: meetings and meetings and emails, man.
0: Yeah, so turn those damn notices off.
1: <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do <laughs> that. Let me see how how to do that exactly. I think I did. I'm, I think uh, you just did it.
0: Uh, all right. No, I, I, it was just perfect that those were going off. You know exactly.
1: You <laughs> so people so chat me.
0: I'm sure that you are kind of you know this is a perfect segue to what I was going to ask. Um, you know, you've been adding on to Entreport and making it better, but I'm sure there's still something missing, you know, not not necessarily from your software. But but like if you could say the perfect thing that we still need to add, what would that be in the category of marketing automation or marketing software?
1: Oh, man, we got I mean, the roadmap remains long. Yeah. We've we've uh we we have a kind of an interesting history in terms of the product in that in the instead of taking this sort of traditional model where where you kind of like make a minimum viable product make a feature and then add on to it um, over time we kind of did it backwards because you know remember our product started as an internal tool and so when we launched it already was an extremely robust uh, set of features yeah. and um, and and although you know our challenge was um, less in terms less around features and more around like scalability, and because you know we just didn't know what we didn't know early on, and customers came so fast that we we ended up having to spend quite a long time uh, sort of rebuilding the foundation of the platform mm. from the ground up and and really creating a system that would be scalable for the long term, yeah. and uh, and we made that investment. It took years and and millions of dollars, uh, but we we. Uh, have kind of um, completed a, a lot of that at this point, and um, and so you know it's been a lot of time of kind of of you know polishing what's already there. Now, in terms of like you know the next the next you know features and stuff like that, um, I think that we have uh, some gaps around stuff like invoicing. I think our people would really like. There's a uh, some uh, we'll probably eventually end up doing uh, something more shopping carty, so that we can take care of people who have more and more products. You know, right now it's more more like um, checkout forms okay. and subscription management and payment plans and stuff like that. But um, but not we don't really have a a uh, kind of like add to cart button mm-hmm. sort of system, and uh, that'll be something we'll take on. Um, but we have we have uh, a lot of a lot of little things also that, um, will continue to improve. We're about to, um, kind of redo our entire, the entire way that our system account does accounting, which seems kind of boring. But when you really get into running an actual business, uh, getting, getting that stuff to work just right is, uh, important. And there's not very many systems out there that that uh, do that right, including ours today. Um, but we're about to release a, a kind of a complete revamp of our accounting system, which is going to be um, great for for our customers and for us because we use our system as well.
0: So I um I had years ago when his first book came out, I had Jason Fried, the founder of uh, uh, thirty, 30 seven signals, right, and Base Basecamp on, mm-hmm. and I remember him saying, you know, when they design software, that that actually the hardest part of it is is what to leave out.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Because
0: they get so many requests, and there's you yep. know every single person has one little thing that they wish it did. So mm-hmm. how do you kind of make that decision so that it doesn't just creep into this thing that's no longer manageable?
1: That's a great question. Um, and here's the answer. Uh, the the sort of and it starts with the kind of philosophy behind what we're up to. and and the 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 kind of big idea here is that, You know, you're a small business owner. You have customers. Your customers are like us, right? They're human beings, and all of us today are are so dramatically inundated with input and 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 people tugging on our attention that we've become expert at ignoring everything. And uh, you know, we ignore advertisements of all kinds. We ignore. Spam and emails. We ignore the phone. I like last time I picked up the phone from a phone number that I don't recognize was I don't even know how long ago. Um, you know we we tune it out and we're really really good at that. And um, and that's a challenge if you're a marketer, right? You if you're if you're a business that needs to attract customers you need to not be tuned out. And so how do you not get tuned out? Well, you got to ask the question. Well, what are what do people pay attention to? And, and and the answer is obvious. They pay attention to what's interesting to them right now. And so if if people pay attention to what's interesting to them right now, then it's your job as an entrepreneur to to be interesting to them right now. And and how to do that is to figure out what they're interested in and talk to them about that, right? It's about it's the it's the basic um, sort of principle of marketing about being relevant, right? Yeah. Except for today, more than ever, if you're not like super highly targeted and relevant, then you're just ignored. It's it's the the bar has been raised dramatically. Um, to where you can't just be talking about your product when somebody's maybe in the market for your product. You need to be talking specifically about the, the particular features or the particular objections or concerns or the particular, you know, specific problem that your specific market needs to be, is, is looking to, to solve or you're getting ignored. And so you need to figure out how to get relevant. That is the fundamental problem that marketers face and the, the project that marketing is. And how you do that is you figure out what people are interested in. How you know that is, is two ways. You either ask them and they tell you, and they can tell you on the phone to your salespeople. They can tell you by filling out a form. Um, or they can tell you, or you can, you can so you can ask them or you can interpret their behavior, right? You can watch what pages they're clicking and what emails they're opening and what advertisements they're responding to and you can interpret um, and kind of infer what they're interested in based on that behavior. So you need to have that kind of data, all that data in one place and then you need to use that data to communicate in a way that is relevant right? That's kind of the big idea around here. Most entrepreneurs, unfortunately, start out and they get an email system over here and a payment processing system over there and a website system over there. And what that ends up with is data all over the place. And so when it comes time to figure out what each individual customer or prospect is into and and talk to them in a relevant way, you don't you can't do it because your page visit data is in one system and your email click data is in another system and your purchase history is in another system and your notes from your salesperson is in another system and and you and then you know taking that information and aggregating it and kind of an analyzing it or doing something with it is a is a project that's dramatically too big to actually take on so Entreport, of course, is the solution to that problem, and 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 so what we've done is we. Your original question is where do we draw the line, and where we draw the line is around that stuff, around that uh, the tools that generate the data that you need to get relevant. Yep. Does that make sense? It makes so, sense. So yeah, so um, so for us that means email marketing because you need to have that that open and click data. It means. Uh, marketing tracking because you need to know where people are coming from and what they clicked to to come around. It means payment processing so that you know what they've purchased and, uh, and you know what they've returned and stuff like that. It means CRM so that obviously you can hold all that data in one place, but also so you can have your salespeople. If you have salespeople, um, you know, engaging with your folks and, and, um, and letting you know what happened on those calls, taking notes, stuff like that. Um, And, and so on, right? It's, 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 that's the kind of the critical stuff. And, and so we're going to continue to improve the, the, the features and and product in that kind of area. But will we do, you know, automated webinars? No, we won't, because it's not actually that crucial to know, um, you know, we can already tell you um, if somebody attended your webinar or not. You know, because we've got the click data and the page visit data. Now, if you want to get like super crazy, some of our customers like to, um, you know, they like to know what percentage of a of a webinar they attended or what percentage of a video they watched. And you know, for us, that's that's kind of like a a a, a rare kind of edge case. And there's plenty of integrations with, with Entreport that that um, where those kind of like high tech customers can do that. But um, we don't consider that to be like core data t- for for being relevant.
0: All right, let's uh, let's talk about Entrepalooza. Um, this is uh, we're in August of 2017 is when we're recording this. So, depending mm-hmm. upon when you're listening, you have an event coming up uh, that you're going to invite people to Santa Barbara in October. You want to pitch that a little bit for the people that might be Man. interested.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, let me see. Uh, let me. I'm actually going to type up that website right now. It's Entrepalooza.com. Um, and unfortunately, I wish I could tell you who all of our amazing speakers are going to be, but I don't think that they've announced it just yet. Um, but I can say that we've we've signed uh, contracts with something like twenty or thirty speakers already. Um, I know who one of them is. Well, you know who one of them is, yeah? Is it? Uh, did they? Did we? Did we lock you down this year? We did. Awesome! That's great. <laughs> I'm I'm glad to hear that. I wasn't I wasn't uh, I hadn't gotten the update on that, but that's that's going to be great. So yeah, it's um it is October. Fourth through sixth um, in Santa Barbara, and this is our, I want to say, sixth year doing this, and it's just an awesome event. Our team puts on the best the best show. I mean it's super high production value, killer speakers. You can go to our website, entrepreneurusa.com, and see all the people we've had in the past um, – And I think they'll be announcing most of the speakers here uh, in the next just few days. So if you if probably by the time this thing is posted, you can go to the site and see a lot of the speakers. Um, They kind of drip out some of the keynotes over time. So. I don't know exactly how it goes, but but it's a killer event. Um, there's uh, several different tracks. There's um, kind of a software track where you learn all about Entreport. And in fact, uh, the the few days before Entrepalooza, you can come out and do our boot camp, which is like a three or four day deep dive, um, which is kind of cool. Um, and uh, but there's tons of software training uh, at the event. But also there's a whole no, a whole other track that's all about just you know marketing and and then general, um, you know, business success. There's another track for our consultant partners, and um, I mean, it kind of goes on and on. You gotta, you gotta take a look at the site, but it's a great event. So let's wrap up with.
0: Um, I asked you what was hard. What's the what's the most fun about what you get to do?
1: Oh man, I like building stuff. I'm you know, like I said, I'm a product guy, and um, and I like. I like building stuff and seeing it come to life and seeing, you know, thousands and thousands of businesses around the world use the stuff that that we built. Um, it's just, it's just such a, it's such a, you know, cool opportunity to be able to support these entrepreneurs and, 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 uh, make a difference for them with these tools that we build. And, you know, we're getting pretty good at it after a dozen years. um, you know we're building some some amazing stuff, and uh, the release that we just um, did a couple months ago, in July I guess it was, or no, early June, with our new um, kind of um, kind of drag and drop campaign builder is is you know really a, a pretty impressive piece of software, probably the best um, release that we've ever done, and uh, we're gonna just keep the hits coming. So to me that's that's um, that's what's fun. Uh, also, of course, um, working with entrepreneurs and our and our employees is 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 killer. Well, it's,
0: it's been fun for me to watch your evolution to uh, to you know, as you said, kind of when you were putting some of this stuff together first. Would we call it version one? Uh, to really, as you said, uh, a, a really slick looking interface that does you know ten times what it used to do. So yeah. very cool. And and obviously going from you and somebody coding uh, in a garage somewhere to hundred people in a lovely campus in Santa Barbara. So a uh, really, real success story. And it's been fun for me to watch.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks so much for uh, inviting me to join you today. I appreciate yeah. it. Well,
0: and we will see you uh, soon when I'm uh, out in Santa Barbara at Entrepalooza. I uh, can't wait. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the duct tape marketing podcast. I wonder if you could do me a favor Could you leave an honest review on iTunes? Your ratings and reviews really help, and I promise I read each and every one. Thanks.